but away we go. We're happy to have you with us on the program. Ward, how are you today? It's game day. Outstanding. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Temple and Cove. Yes. Tonight. Mm-hmm. Temple wins outright district title. Yes. Harker Heights loses outright district title. Yes. So Harker there's Heights, all kinds of things. Harker Heights played last night. Oh, did they really? Mm-hmm. How'd that go? I didn't see it. Yeah, they played last night. There were, and I'm going to tell you, there were a lot of games last night, particularly in the Metroplex where we were last night. There were, there were games a, all over the place. There was a ton of games in the Metroplex. It's kind of becoming a trend, the, the Thursday night uh, thing. That way, those that are moving on to the playoffs, they get a jump start on the uh, on the playoffs by playing on Thursday night. And they get to go scout. And they get to go scout and all that kind of fun stuff. That's, so. that's the main thing, isn't it? I would think. Yeah, actually get to see somebody in person, yeah. And, you know, and then there's going to be a lot of games that because of stadium situations, you may end up playing Thursday night. So that still puts you on a seven-day week. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to tell you right now, I think we're going to have – we've got four playoff games in our building next week, and I think at least two of them are going to be on Thursday night. <laughs> Possibly three of the four oh. games could be on Thursday night. Oh, boy. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Harker Heights beat Bryan last night, 28-24. Okay, so it's pretty simple. For an outright championship, Temple must beat Coppers Cove tonight. Mm-hmm. If not, they share the title with Heights, but they go in as the one seed, correct? Yes, because they have the head-to-head over Heights. Right. And they're going to be small schools, is that correct? In the, in the, when you divide it up? Mm-hmm. Uh, are the four teams set? Yes. Is- yes. It is uh, Temple, Heights, Brian and Belton. And Belton. Okay. We were trying we were driving home last night trying to figure out the fourth team. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out if it was who who it was. Uh, I thought it may have been one of the clean schools, but it is the Belton Tigers. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff there. Good yes. stuff. All right. Welcome into the program. We're glad you're with us. Uh we uh we did conclude the uh, Waco season last night. And I'm going to tell you, I think Duncanville can compete with Notre Dame. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Look, they they across the front they were going six five six seven six six. You know they had one dude that was six seven and three fifty, and I don't think there was an ounce of fat on him. <laughs> he was a good looking football player. That's a great. It's a great team. I want to see the team that beats them. I do. They're going to be pretty good if they do. Yeah, uh, it's boy. They, uh, <laughs> I think they are poised for a deep run again. Because I like, I really do like DeSoto, and Duncanville had no issues with DeSoto, none. Mm-hmm. So, and I think DeSoto's poised to go deep. Uh, you know, that's a good district. That league is something, man. It is something. So, we uh, we that's the one thing I have gotten to do over the last couple of years is really see some quality play. And we were talking about it last night. The quarterback play in that in that district is. Outrageous, yeah. And there's some backups that would start at most any place else. Oh, sure. And that's you know that's what you get when you get to those big schools. You get the luxury of having depth like that. Yeah, it. Uh, man, I don't know. It it was uh, it was fun to watch those dudes and, uh, and and watch how how that thing all unfolded. And I'm gonna tell you, they are poised. They are polished. Uh, they just didn't make many mistakes mm-hmm. and and played well. And, and they just have athleticism. You know, that, that one, uh, I don't think it was a reverse, but it was a sweep to the to the left. He gets all the way to the left sidelines and then 
decides I'm going to reverse field and go all the way to the right sidelines. Bubble screen. Yeah, and just took it up up the field. <laughs> and I could hear it in your voice, Co. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you just don't see that. They throw bubble screen to the sideline. He catches, goes about five or six yards, and goes, you know, it's kind of walled off over here. Uh, Waco played it pretty well. So let's reverse the field, and let's go all the way to the other sideline, and let's find like an alley once you get between the hash mark and the sideline and just dart up that thing and go about 35 yards for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. You just don't see plays like that. You don't coach plays like that. No, you can't. That's that's, that's a kid with God-given ability, Mm -hmm. and he used it. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. It was – some of those guys, uh, fun to watch, fun to watch. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, we uh, uh, once uh, the, uh, the we'll have our Friday night high school football scoreboard show tonight, and hopefully that should be a fun one. Yeah, hopefully Lark and Aaron will uh, will will be able to get some playoff pairings for them and uh, and see what's going on there. So uh, that's that's tonight to have probably around ten ten thirty somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, Got to get the university's going to play over on our sister station, 104.9 FM at 7. And uh, Temple and Cove at 7.30, pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Radio. So once those games get concluded, then we'll uh, we'll, we'll invite you back over here to ESPN for the uh, scoreboard show. And, again, a lot of pairings, hopefully, with, uh, with the games going on. But, you know, look, don't be surprised. That tonight we announced that West is going to play on Thursday night. Don't be surprised. If, in fact, I can tell you right now that Crawford's going to play on Thursday night. They're going to play at Midway High School. It's either going to be Dawson or Kearns. Right. So, uh, but it's, it, you know, all of them have agreed. And so they're going to play over at Panther Stadium uh, at, in, in Hewitt. And so that's a Thursday night game. Uh, as you know, the Mark Panthers, they are very much pro Thursday night that opening week. So, I haven't seen or heard whether or not that that's a done deal or, you know, what what's the situation with the Panthers yet. We'll hopefully find out, uh, you know, we, we got to find out sometime this weekend. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were on a Thursday night. I right. mean, they, they very well could. If not, you know, then obviously Friday. So, uh, so we got there, there's a lot to, to look at on the high school front. Uh, we're we're going to talk some Baylor football. The Bears uh, headed to Fort Worth tomorrow. There's only what four games or three games in the, in the Big Twelve. I'll have to take a look, but uh, it's it's not as big a schedule as it normally is. Right. So uh, we'll we'll talk about the Bears and TCU. Yeah, there's four games. Uh, there's uh, Kansas and Kansas State. There's Oklahoma State and West Virginia. There's Texas and Iowa State, and then of course Baylor and TCU. That Texas Iowa State game. Wow. That's interesting. Yep, and that's on the road in Ames with the Longhorns, right? So, uh, and it's 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 bumpy in Austin to say the least. Could you imagine if that team, who everybody at the beginning of the year, you know what you know what everybody does, they well, start yeah, they waving in, the flag, you know, first or second place. It's down to Texas were, and Oklahoma. They were playing for the Big Twelve championship. You could be three, you could be three fourths of the way through the season. And be under five hundred if you lose to Iowa State tomorrow. <laughs> not Boy, what they had in mind. No, not not exactly what they had in mind. So, and uh, there's some rumbling. There's some. There's some. Uh, there's some rumbling. But as Sarkeesian said, uh, he knew what he signed up for. So, well, yeah. I mean, look, 
anybody that expected him to walk in and just all of a sudden be a Big 12 champion, I, I think you're kidding yourself. I mean, it, it, look, it takes some time. you got to get your guys in there. you got to get your system installed. And it, it doesn't happen overnight. As much as we like things to happen overnight, it just doesn't in the game of football. No, but you know what? People don't have any patience anymore. No, it is. They don't. It's over it, with. It's absolutely ridiculous. Win or else. <laughs> That's kind of the mentality, isn't it? Win or else. And I get that, but you also have to what have is time the else? to get there. Yeah. yeah, you have to have time to get there. Because then you start over. Then Realistically, you start over, yeah. You keep starting over. And if you keep doing that, it's gonna you're going to get the same results. So It's the definition of insanity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get into some Cowboy conversation as well today. Dak's going to play, by the way. Just thought I'd pass that along. That's breaking news from ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield is reporting that Dak Prescott will play. did you go by practice yesterday well you know it just it it cracks me up that everything is breaking news and this just in and where did that all get started uh twitter everybody wanting to be first which i think twitter's a cesspool i stay off of it well, Ward, how do you really feel? I just do, I'm telling you, I don't, I can't, I can't get on it because every time I do, I see something and just shake your head. It's uh, it's interesting. I don't do a lot of posting, but I do, I do jump on it to see if um, how ridiculous it is. Well, to see if anything's earth shatterings going on, you know. Uh, <laughs> Who can be first? <laughs> and that's exactly what it and gets down to. Everybody's a reporter. Yep, this just in. Uh, anyway, all right, so that's kind of what we have for you. Here, here's your guest lineup, and it's our typical group on Friday. We kind of have a core group on Friday, don't we? Mm-hmm. We've got Ricky Thompson's going to break down Baylor and TCU for us and look at the Big 12. Uh, Greg Tepper's going to take us around the state of Texas and a couple of big games here in Central Texas, and we'll talk about those with Greg Tepper, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, and uh, Kyle Yeomans, our own Kyle Yeomans from right here in Waco, America. Uh, works with the Dallas Cowboys and the Cowboy Network. He's going to join us and talk about. Maybe he was the first to, with the breaking news. Maybe. This just in from Kyle Yeomans. Dak Prescott practiced yesterday and will play on Sunday. He's so. a little closer to the program, so <laughs> maybe he knows. <laughs> no, I, I. that's my story. Not, I, well, yeah, not, not closer than you, Tom. No, but, of but course he's closer not. Than, I mean, he's more credible than. Some you might see. Yeah, absolutely. In the neighborhood. <laughs> All right. I, boy, we're being sarcastic today, aren't we? It's ele- And I kind of like it. It's 11 minutes after 7. 7-11. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 7 o'clock hour, by the way, brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Let us get a uh, check on the weather, our Friday night football weather forecast. Boy, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun tonight, isn't it? It's going to be, yeah, it's our first real Nip in the air. And let me tell you what I'm going to be tonight. I'm going to be a fence hugger. Uh-oh. I don't know where yet. All right. But I'm going to be leaning on a fence someplace watching a high school football game. There you go. I, I get one of those rare Friday nights where I'm not scheduled to do anything. Mm-hmm. So that means go watch a game someplace. So I'll have to um, I'll have to convene the staff, and we'll we'll have some meetings on it later today and figure out where I'm going to go watch a game. 
There you go. But anyway, let's check the weather forecast. Weather this morning brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. Five generations of Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family members have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. You can learn more at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny and warmer today with highs topping out at 64 degrees. Looking good for high school football. It's going to be a cool night, so definitely take a jacket and a blanket. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 50s. Overnight, we drop to 39. And mostly sunny on Saturday, a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and 15, Jones fires it over the middle, and there's Diggs. Only heard here. With a deflected interception, left sideline, 10, 5. All season. Of course it's Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's Dallas and Denver this Sunday morning at 11 on your home for the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Finding the right Medicare plan may feel impossible, but now it's anything but. With Walgreens Find RX coverage tool, you can compare plans online, over the phone, or in person, making Medicare easier than ever. Easier than picking which true crime doc to watch, figuring out that Wi-Fi password, or putting the duvet cover back on. So if you can do those things, with Find RX coverage, you can definitely Medicare. Find the plan that's right for you by visiting Walgreens.com/Medicare. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. Roll, roll me away, won't you roll me away 
7-16, Friday morning. Welcome. Welcome into game time with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. You can join us. Anything that you want to discuss, phone lines are 662-1660. CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. All right, Ward, let's talk some high school football. This is our high school. And Greg Tepper, by the way, from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, will join us at the top of next hour at 8 o'clock, about 45 minutes from right now. Make your appointment to uh, to be with us. But uh, uh, last night in District 11-6A, uh, the game that you heard right here on ESPN Central Texas, uh, fourth-ranked Duncanville just continues to do what Duncanville does, 76 to nothing over Waco. So uh, Lennon Health's uh, team finishes up 0-10 on the year and head into offseason. And uh, in in all likelihood, Ward, it uh, that's the last time they'll see those guys. Uh, this is a, a program that was – the second, I believe, the second smallest 6A program in the state of Texas. And they were taking on a program last night. Just for example, they were taking on a program last night that has, I believe, over 5,000 students. And you're the second smallest in 6A. Uh, doesn't sound fair, does it? No, it makes it tough. <laughs> so, anyway, they're going to be 5A. I don't think there's any any question about that. Waco will will, uh, will dip down into the 5A ranks when the um, – when the realignment occurs in February, so uh, keep we'll we'll just say that and see where, where where that takes the program. All right, so here's what happened elsewhere in the league: a, a back and forth football game, and uh, tw- and uh, Desoto wins over Waxahachie, thirty-one to twenty-five, which pretty much secures Temple and Waxahachie, no, does it, it not? No, it, no. Well, with Cedar Hill lo- with Cedar Hill winning also that. That, that did it. That that sealed the deal. It's Waxahachie seven thirty next Friday night. And and I'm telling you right now, Waxahachie may be the fourth place team in that league, but that is a good good a good football, football team. team. Yeah, absolutely. Make no mistake about it. And that thing went back and forth with Desoto. Uh, speaking of uh, Cedar Hill, does beat Mansfield twenty to ten to uh, to claim uh, that game, and then. Midway and Lake Ridge. I don't know if you if you follow that, but Lake Ridge wins over Midway, sixty three to fifty six. Track meet. It was, and I'm telling you, I think Midway scored thirty four points in the second quarter. Uh, offensive coordinator Tommy Allison figured something out, and they got it going. Here's what I'll say about Midway: the Panthers finished one and nine. Their lone win came against Waco, but it was pretty clear to me in in, in this game. I, I saw Lake Ridge just a couple of weeks ago. They are as athletic as anybody I've seen. I mean, they really, really are. Why they why they struggle this year, I don't know. It's kind of a puzzle to me. Well, uh, the, defensively, they just weren't as good as, as they were that, as they needed to be. But offensively, they could score that and the district they're in. Absolutely, absolutely. But there is this is what it says about Midway to me. Shane Anderson and his group did a really nice job of getting better week to week to week. I I, I don't think there's any doubt that Midway was better in week ten than they were in week one. Uh, and, you know, if, if you looked at some of the district scores, they didn't win them. But, man, they were they were in some of those games. They were winning some of those games, just like last night. That mm-hmm. game could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, and there was a couple of other district ball games that, that were like that uh, for the Panthers. So, kind of a back-and-forth thing. Uh, but uh, I, I think – you know, I know one and nine is not exactly what the what they had in mind, but I, I also th- know that uh, it was a football team that that got better as the as the year went along. And, they they and had some what, things they can build on. Yeah. Now, 
Now they sit back and see exactly where realignment takes them next fall. I mean, are they back down in Central Texas where everybody – and I would tell you this, and I said this to, to somebody. I, I tell you, I, I was talking with the Midway AD yesterday, and I said, I don't know about you, but I almost felt like a visitor, like a guest in that district. I mean, I felt like an outsider going, you know, because we spent two years in that league. Right. Uh, it just felt like an outsider, you know, going into 11-6A. Felt like our home was 12-6A. You know, yeah, but that's not going to happen. Back down here, doesn't appear because there won't be a twelve six A the way we know it. No, it, there'll be a twelve six A, but it's going to look completely different. Yeah, I mean, it's either going to be with a couple of teams from this area and north, or it's going to be with a couple of teams in this area and south. You know, it, it may go Austin way. When I'm going to tell you, we've seen it before. I don't think anybody liked it. I don't think anybody wants it. But you've also seen these these Central Texas teams end up west, and that would be no fun. Well, no, because if you're going west, you're talking San Angelo. Absolutely you are. Absolutely you are, and you've seen it. It's happened. They they can't do that. So, (laughs) anyway, that's what happened in District 1168 last night. Now, coming up tonight there, uh, as we mentioned, you'll, uh, you'll be able to catch Temple and Copper's Cove. And that's going to be over on Fox Sports Central Texas at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're taking on the, the uh, Cove Bulldogs. And uh, Temple looking for a district title and an opportunity to host. And that's that's key. You, the first place team is going to get a home date. So the Indians of Waxahachie would have to visit Wildcat Stadium next week. Mm-hmm. Has any of that been said? Are they going to play on Friday? Are they going to play it's on Friday, 730. It's, Friday. Already, it's already said. It's, it's Temple done. and, and Waxahachie. At, done deal. It's Friday night, 730. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. – there you After go. last night. Good deal. And uh, elsewhere, there's – you know, there's – there's. I, I want to see how Clint Zander's team responds. They've had a couple of tough losses. And they're going to play a pretty good Hamilton team tonight. And I think that's a seeding game. Uh, so we'll, we'll see there. Well, how does Wes – perform tonight ward i mean you want to talk about coming off an emotional win mm-hmm. uh you know they beat grandview last week yeah, district and, champions yeah and you can't you can't overlook Maypearl and just nope. say hey we're, we're playing in in the playoffs next week you do and that's when things go awry so they've got to take care of business tonight. yeah i, I want to see how they respond to that one uh i i mentioned this i think yesterday but i find this fascinating that uh that the Holland Hornets are going to take on Thrall. Mm-hmm. If the Holland Hornets win, they're the district champions. If they lose, they finish fourth. <laughs> There's no second or third in the equation. It's either feast or famine. That's awful. I think if they win, they're first and they play Leon. If they finish fourth, uh, if they lose and finish fourth, they play Centerville. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the way the way that league fell, uh. It, it, that's just the way. That's just the way it is. I mean, you have an opportunity to finish first or an opportunity to finish fourth. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Gatesville, as we mentioned, they played Gerald, mm-hmm. a win and they're in, a loss by less than ten and they're in. So, uh, good luck to Luke Howard's team. But uh, a, a lot of a lot, a lot of interesting games. Not as many big time implication games if that that you might see in. I don't, there, there's a lot across the state that are play, win, you're in, lose, you're out. I mean, there's there's more than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but not in our area. Not in this area, but it, across the state there is. Yeah. 
our area, it, there's some seating type situations, but you know, uh, that's, that's about it. I mean, you know, are we going to be the third place, second place, you know, whatever, but there's not a lot of winning your end type games that I saw. Uh, and I may be wrong, but I was looking the other day and I, I just didn't see a ton of those in our area, but you know, there's a couple of rivalry games and always, it's always fun when, when, uh, when Crawford plays Valley Mills. So we'll see how that goes tonight. Uh, China Spring and Conley yep. tonight. That's going to be a good one. Yep. I think. Could be. Uh, I, I just don't see anybody right now that uh, that has stepped up to the plate against the Cougars, though. I'll, I'll say that. You know, every time we say, hey, this, this has a chance to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Coach Bell and, and, and the Cougars get it done and get it done convincingly. Look how right. – look how they, well, look how they've handled their district so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just – they are the clear-cut – Oh, yeah. Top dog in that district, there's no question. And they have played well. I mean, really, really well. Uh, And I think they have a chance to make an incredibly deep run. Lorena. How about Lorena playing West at some point? Wouldn't that be fun? Could happen. Very much could happen. Mm -hmm. They're both playing really good football right now. So there's a lot of They host Rockdale tonight. Yep. All right, uh, so that's a look at some of the high school football. And, again, we will have our scoreboard show tonight at uh, 10, 30, somewhere in that neighborhood. And we'll get you up to date on all the games and, and, and hopefully a lot of the pairings for your favorite high school football team. It is 726 on this Friday morning, Football Friday. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. When we come back, we're going to take a look at uh, the Bears and the TCU Horn Frogs. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Paul Johnson and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. Hobbs Bobby Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The football season came to an end last night for the Midway Panthers and Waco Lions. Midway fought to the better end before losing to Lakeridge 63-56. Waco High, meanwhile, succumbed to national power Duncanville 76-0. Playoff spots on the line in high school football tonight. Riesel and Buffalo battle for the last spot in District 13-3A Division II, and Bosqueville and Hamilton will decide seeding in District 7-2A Division I. Reports out of Dallas indicate that Dak Prescott will be available for Sunday's game against the Broncos. Last night in the NFL, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Phoenix 123-111. Tonight, the Spurs are in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 7.30. Game time, game day. It is a Friday. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow, the Bears and TCU 2.30 kick, and we will be there at Amon Carter for a uh, for a tailgate. Yeah, we're going to have we're gonna be there at 10.30 with Game Day Live, and then at 12.30 will be the uh, tailgate show with, uh, with, the, uh, with the network crew, and then at 2.30 it will be the kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky uh, as the Bears take on TCU. By the way, if you would like to join us at that tailgate, uh, you can certainly do so. Here, here's uh, it's ten dollars per person, by the way, and uh, you can uh, pay at the door. But if you get a chance, uh, kind of give them a heads up on, uh, on you know how many's going to be there. Here's a phone number: two five four seven one nine eight three five zero. I believe is the number. Let me let me verify that for you. Uh, I think we have. I thought that was a different number. But I'm 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 going to double check that for you right here, seven one zero yeah seven one zero eight three five zero is the uh, is the phone number if you would like to uh, pre register, and uh, you could do that. But uh, they will uh, they'll also welcome you at the uh, at the door as well if you want to register for for lunch. Uh, and uh, we will be there again broadcasting live. Now here's where it's going to be. It's going to be in the Brown. Lumpton Union Building, 2901 Stadium Drive, 2901 Stadium Drive, uh, and uh, we're going to be in the auditorium, so look for us there. By the way, it's going to be fajitas. <laughs> well, all right, then. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that's lunch, fajitas, so there you go. Uh, look forward to it, but uh, yeah, we'll be there tomorrow morning, uh, Saturday morning, yeah, tomorrow morning. See, I've got my days are all messed up because we played last night. It felt. I'm going to tell you, once we got rolling, it did. It felt like Friday night. Right. Except for you knew that you had to get up early this morning. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, so that that uh, that's coming up, uh, and that's going to be sponsored as always by the office of the uh, of, of Baylor alumni. Doug Furch and his group will be there, and they always throw a uh, a fun little shindig. So look forward to that. All right, what is the storyline to this football game for you? And, and I'll tell you mine before. Okay, I'm curious to see how TCU responds without Gary Patterson on the sideline. That was me. Number one. I don't think they have a chance to win the football game. I think Baylor's clearly the best football team. Now, I know they all start 0-0. I get that. I understand that. But if Baylor plays if Baylor plays a solid football game and TCU plays like they played this season, Baylor's going to win the football game. Right. 
However, but if TCU comes out emotionally charged bingo, for Gary Patterson, bingo, they may play above their head. And listen to Jerry Kill, the interim coach, all the time. I mean, what has he said all week? We're playing for Gary. This yeah. is about he. Hey, listen, I'm sure they are, but he's also sending a message to his locker room. Yeah, you know, this is about Coach Patterson. It's us against the world. You know, all that kind of that rally stuff. Uh huh. Now we'll see if it works. Yeah. But I mean, he's made it, it very could. clear. You know, hey, look, this is you know this is Coach Patterson's team. We're playing for Coach Patterson. You know, he's built the program, and, and all of those things are true. There's a statue out front for Pete's sake at uh, Eamon Carter. Mm-hmm. So I think I think he's done a pretty decent job. And in, 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 as you know, they wouldn't be in the Big Twelve without well, Gary Patterson. Come on, first of all, man, you, most dudes don't last five or six years, and this guy's been there twenty. Yeah, 22. It just doesn't happen unless you have success. And, you know, that's what the, that's the, that's kind of their rally right now. That that is that is the rally for for TCU is this is about coach Patterson. And but as you know, coaching, you can only raw raw that thing so long. After a a while, you it settles in to become a football game. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, but you you can play above your head. You can get them up there to where they, mm-hmm. you know, play play better than maybe they're supposed to. Uh, if you can get some breaks and get some emotional things going and take the emotion out of it after the kickoff and just go out and play at a high level and get a couple of breaks your way, momentum's a she's, – she's funny. And she get on your sidelines and you can hold on to her. Anything can happen in this in this game called football, and, and that's why there's there's these things called upsets because momentum does get on that on the opposite sideline, and they ride it. Yeah, it, it it it's it's certainly possible. Now, from Baylor's perspective, you know this is you, about you've got to thwart that. You've yep. got to go out there from the opening kickoff, and if you get the ball first, drive it down the field, put it in the end zone, and quiet in the crowd and quiet in everything that's going on around and put it into their mind, uh-oh, here they come. Defensively, if you get, you know, if you go on defense first, a three and out goes a long way. I mean, it goes an extremely long way on a high emotional team. And and so, you know, Baylor just has to go out there and keep an even kill. Don't, don't get too invested in the emotional side of things. Don't let them get invested in the emotional side of things and take that – Element out of the game. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say you treat it like a business trip. It, you are there to take care of business, and uh, you know. And the one thing you can't do is you can't look ahead to next Saturday when you welcome in Oklahoma. Oh, if you, you do, you're you're going you're to be in trouble. You got sixty minutes against TCU. That's that is your only focus. Mm-hmm. And Dave Aranda was, at, you know, and and look, let's let's be honest. They're at seven wins right now. You know, I know, and everybody else knows, the more W's you have, the more notches you have on the left side of the column, the better that bowl game is going to be. And this football team is still squarely in the middle of the Big 12 championship mix. Yeah, but they're not talking about that. Well, are they? Dave Aranda was asked. It's um, getting into a rhythm. I think it's winning the day. You know, I think, you know, I think outs- anything outside of that, you risk, um, you know, um, thinking about things that you really can't control. And, I, you know, it's um, – I go back to last week, 
you know, coming off the, the bye, you know, we, we really attacked it. There were some days I felt were, hey, you know, everyone's in it, man. Everyone's trying. It just doesn't feel like we're, we're there yet. Based upon where we were in that two-week stretch, West Virginia, BYU, prior to the bye, that was about as um, about a good a rhythm as I can remember. Probably go back for me in 2019, and so um, you know we did not have that last week. We were trying to get it. I don't think it was any fault of anyone. I think if anything, it was my fault for you know how we the time off probably we gave for the bye week, and so you know it got better as the week went on, but. That feeling of like, hey, man, everyone's trying. We're a little bit disconnected. I felt in the first half of the game we just played. And so I, th- I think the ability to play um, each, you know, to play each day to its be- and bring our best, bring our standard. You know, it's crazy how a lot of stuff will come to you if that's the case. The question was simple. Do you talk about your team being in the mix for – a Big 12 title with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State? And the answer was absolutely not. When you start doing other things other than your normal routine, then you you get out of your you get out of your rhythm. And that that's what he was talking about there because of the – he referenced the bye, the open date, that they got out of their rhythm and maybe they took a little too much time off and whatever the case may be. But they were not in their rhythm during the week of prep for Texas. Therefore, that first half they weren't in – in a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said. Nothing on the outside. It, it is simply about getting ready to play those dudes in purple jerseys on, on Saturday. So we'll, we'll see. Again, 2.30 kick, 10.30 broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, any, other, any other little nuances that, that we should look for in your opinion? And, again, I know that the quarterback's been a little dinged up and, you know, does he play? Does, you know, how effective is he and, and those kind of things. But is there anything else that, that, that you look for in a game where it, it, it typically is a rivalry game, but it has a different feel now with, with what transpired this week? If, if, if that would have happened a week ago or, you know, or two weeks ago, Maybe, but it happened this week, and it still has that feel, if you know what I mean. Well, I think if it happens two weeks ago, it's a different team that you're playing on Saturday because there's not as big as an emotional investment going into the first week without your head coach. I, I think that that makes them a little more dangerous. Um, and, I look, TCU is nowhere near – where anybody thought they would be at this point in the season. That's why Gary Patterson is not there. They're not a very good football team. Offensively, at points, they can get some things done. Defensively, they, they just haven't been able to get it done this season for whatever reason. And, you know, if that's on Gary Patterson, you know, it's on Gary Patterson. Obviously, they believe it is. Uh, but that's not going to get any better without Gary Patterson there. So, again, I, I think this is a game that, you know, if TCU is going to be able to do anything, they're going to have to play above the bar for them. And, you know, if, if Baylor goes in and approaches it, as you said, as a business trip and goes in there and do exactly what the game plan asked them to do, don't try to do too much, and just go out there and play their game, they should have control of this football game by halftime. And, and there's no doubt about it. Now, if you don't, if you let them hang around and, and put some put some belief in their head that they can play up there with you, 
then they could be a dangerous team because then that emotion stays on their sidelines and, and the chant Patterson will go throughout the <laughs> stadium. It'll be, you know, it, it, it's going to be a, a dangerous football team. and You, you don't want that. So I, I think Baylor goes out and takes care of their business. They are a better football team, as you pointed out, at this point in the season than TCU is, and they, they should win that game pretty handily. But, again, an emotional team sometimes is a dangerous team until you take them out of it. Baylor and TCU, 2.30 tomorrow afternoon right here on your flagship, ESPN Central Texas. We'll continue talking about this game as uh, Ricky Thompson joins us. Ricky uh, from Alliance Bank will join us, uh, former Washington Redskin, former Baylor Bear, and a member of the broadcast team. And he's uh, he'll help break it down for us coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right now we're going to talk about Morrison's gifts. All right. So, Ward, I get a text message last uh, yesterday afternoon. My wife says, going to start putting up the Christmas decorations. And I'm thinking, what? But, you know, you stop and think about it, it's November. It's, <laughs> it's time. It's time. It is that time. So, here, here's the deal, guys. If you're trying to... To get a little, uh, to get a little jump start on on that holiday shopping, maybe you, uh, maybe you want to focus on hunting and all that kind of stuff a little later on, and you want to go ahead and knock it out. And, and maybe you're a little short on some cash, and you, and you need a plan, you need a system. Morrison's Gifts has got your uh, has got you fixed up. They've got a solution. Here's what you could do: you can lay away uh, any gift purchase by paying a third down then uh, as the month goes along pay another third and then in december you can pay pay it out and finish it all up that's what they'll, they'll do for you at morrison's they feature great gift ideas such as john hart bags and accessories consuela purses and totes candles jewelry and a whole lot more they offer gift baskets for any budget as always and they offer free gift wrapping and if you've never seen i don't know they've got they've got i, I think they've got like these professional gift wrappers hid, hidden in the back of the store or something. But every time they, they do a, a gift wrap for me, it is outstanding. It's beautiful. And I'm like, I don't want them to take the paper off of it now. I mean, it's 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 too nice looking. Uh, they, they'll also deliver it for you if you need it uh, delivered someplace. That's It's just a, they want to provide you a service and, and make you feel comfortable with them. Um, with your shopping opportunities there at Morrison's Gifts. Uh, they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. That's right next to Deli's, uh, J- Jason's Deli in that, in that little strip center there. You can't miss it. So uh, come on by. And uh, we're going to be there uh, on November the 17th, uh, just a few days from now. We'll be there broadcasting live. I think we're going to be there during match a little uh, deal in the afternoon, the little extravaganza going on in the afternoon. So uh, come join us. Uh, We'll be over there, and we'll have all kinds of great deals at Morrison's Gifts. That'll be coming up on uh, November the 17th. Mark that on your calendar. We'll give you more details as we get a little closer. So it should be fun. Uh, It's Morrison's Gifts. Stop by, see them today, and you can, you know, you, you, you you got a woman in your world that you can get that great gift for her right there at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts. Stop by and see them today. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Frogs, this Saturday from Fort Worth. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here. 
on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit Caterpillar.com slash Waco. That's Caterpillar.com slash Waco. Get your career started today. It's time to drive it home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local blitz play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The football season came to an end last night for the Midway Panthers and Waco Lions. Midway fought to the better end before losing to Lakeridge 63 56. Waco High, meanwhile, succumbed to National Power Duncanville 76 0. Playoff spots on the line in high school football tonight. Riesel and Buffalo battle for the last spot in District 13-3A Division 2, and Bosqueville and Hamilton will decide seeding in District 7-2A Division 1. Reports out of Dallas indicate that Dak Prescott will be available for Sunday's game against the Broncos. Last night in the NFL, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Phoenix 123-111. Tonight, the Spurs are in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Enough of that already. Seven forty-seven. This cowboy fan just can't deal with that. Ricky, good morning. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's going to be a good day after that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's dive into this thing here, Rick, and, and talk a little bit about Saturday. First of all, what what? And again, we're all kind of looking into a crystal ball, but what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like? What do you think the feel of the of the game is going to be like without uh, without Gary Patterson on the sideline? I don't know, guys. I may be wrong, but I think it's going to be pretty intense. I think this may even add something to it. Uh, don't know who for sure is going to start at quarterback, for instance. I hear maybe Chandler Morris. I don't know. Uh, the other thing about this, there's a couple of guys that haven't been playing, like a five-star running back, that may all of a sudden be well uh, with Patterson gone. So you just never know, but I, I can't see – a TCU and Baylor game not being intense. Still same players, still same fans, 
none of that's changed. I just I see a pretty intense football game that I think maybe some folks are thinking this may be an easy game. I don't think so. Is the game called differently from TCU's defensive perspective? Uh, probably. I think so. I, I do know that Patterson was in Monday helping with this game plan. But why I say it's going to be differently because he's not on the field and he can't look at what's happening during the game and on third and long, he sees this what's been working and this is how you stop it. He's not going to be there. So, yeah, I think to a certain extent they'll call it differently on the defensive side. How important is it for Baylor to go into this game early and try to take the emotional factor out of it for TCU? Well, Ward, I think a fast start's always important, but I think maybe more so this time when you've got a team that has been struggling. We know they have. I don't think necessarily because of talent. They've just been struggling. And without Patterson there and with the the uproar that's been a part of this termination – uh, players are humans too. They hear this stuff, and logically, it's going to affect them. So, you jump early, get a couple of touchdown lead. I think it could be a factor. Does it have any effect on the Baylor players? They they, they know the news. I mean, they 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 you know they've got social media, they got televisions, they got radios. Does it affect them at all? Well, in our day, you don't have anything anymore as far as team to team. Everybody knows everything about each each group, but. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope we attack it with the same uh, type fortitude we have the last several games, the same way you would every time you play TCU. So I guess my, my hope answer is no. I hope it doesn't. But I don't think we know that until the game starts. Just lining up in between the chalk for these two teams, is this a game going into it, whether Patterson was there or not, that you looked at it and said, okay, this is a game that the offense – can win for the Bears, or the defense can take control and win for the Bears? Well, I think if you look the way they've been playing, I think it's both. I think offensively what we do is something that uh, TCU's really struggled with. So I think in that regard, uh, I think we should win that side. Defensively, we've been really, really tough against the run. Uh, They like to run the football, so I think maybe – even under a normal circumstance, I would have said that we should have won both sides, which war doesn't always mean you do it. Talking with Ricky Thompson this morning as uh, we uh, look ahead to the Bears and the TCU Horn Frogs. And Ricky, just from Baylor's perspective, uh, any reason to, to think that they may need to guard against a letdown this week, maybe looking ahead to the, to the big matchup with OU next week? Nope. I really don't think so. I just think that coming off that win and this team seeing their 7-1 and one and really knowing they have to win this game to have a shot at the Big 12 championship game. So you don't win this one. The game next week doesn't mean nearly as much. So I think, uh, I think they'll be ready to play. I think they're anxious to play this game, and uh, they're on a roll right now. So I'm glad there's not another open date. I'm glad they're going to play, and I think they approach it uh, with really a lot of intensity uh, going to Fort Worth. Ricky, when you look at the film, is this another game where you think Baylor can take advantage of the running game because TCU has been successful to do the run on defense? 
Yeah, I do, Ward. I just think Abram Smith and Preston Ebner have created such a mismatch for teams with the way the offensive line is playing. And the other thing about it, guys, they are so different in the way that they run the football. You get pounded by Abram Smith for a couple of series, and all of a sudden you got a guy like Preston who takes it outside, and you're saying, where did this come from? So they're so different that I think it would give TCU a hard time, even if they weren't struggling. But since they are struggling, I think that's something that I bet you these TCU coaches have really concentrated on this week is our running game. But I'm just not sure they can stop it. Is you know, I know you mentioned Abner in that one-two punch, but is Abram Smith the best running back in the Big 12? Well, he if he's not, he's one of them. And did any of us think going into, what, game nine, we'd be saying anything like that? <laughs> uh, Two-a-day started, we really didn't even know if he's going to be a running back or not. Uh, this guy's really good. And the misleading thing is he, he's faster than you think. He's He's not just a uh, workhorse running back. Abram can run, and he can also run over you. So I, he's one of those guys that I would try to untie his shoes. I never, I wouldn't hit him high. Ricky, there's been so much talk about the offensive side, the offensive line getting so much better this year for the Baylor Bears, and the defense playing much better as well. But special teams wise, they've been very sound, and they've set the offense up with great field position as well. What's the difference in special teams this year for the Bears? Question. I, I would have to attribute a lot of that to coaching. I just think that they've been pretty flawless. I hate to say that right before game, but they really have. We've had some block kicks. And think about who's doing that. You've got R.J. Sneed partially blocking a punt. This is your starting wide receiver. So that they've got first-level guys playing on special teams, and I think that tells you a little bit about how important it is. Your kick returner is Preston Ebner, one of your really co-starting running backs. Uh, you've got starters all over the field on special teams, and they think it's important. We've had returns. We've had good kick coverage. We've had blocks. Uh, and how many times has that made a difference this year? Over and over, and it's really critical, and sometimes it is just overlooked in the importance of a football game. Our visit with Ricky Thompson, as always, brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky, uh, what's going on at Alliance Bank? What kind of deals you guys got making, uh, you guys got going, and and, uh, what's going on over there right now? Well, we've got the the same things going on. We've got a lot of good people that will answer the phone and take care of you, and if they don't know how, they'll get you to somebody within our bank that can. Uh, everybody knows we've gotten over into Bell County, Temple Belt and Clean in the last couple of months. That's going really well. So uh, just a lot of really good things going on at Alliance, and we're excited about the future. Ricky, as always, it's a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow up in uh, Fort Worth. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Welcome. Have a great day. That is uh, Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank Central Texas, also the uh, part of the uh, Baylor broadcast team with J.J. Joe, and, of course, the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 7.56, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We switch gears. We'll talk about some of the big high school football games that are coming up across the Lone Star State. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine is next on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. Baylor Volleyball with that top ten matchup beginning tonight at the Farrell Center against Texas. And football gears up for the Horn Frogs. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball, number 10 in the nation, number 5 national RPI, hosting top-ranked and undefeated Texas in the Farrell Center tonight and tomorrow. Tonight's match, a whiteout in the Farrell Center, begins at 8 p.m., televised by ESPNU. Tomorrow, a 6 p.m. match Faith and Family Night in the Farrell Center for the top two teams in the Big 12 Conference. Meanwhile, Baylor Equestrian on the road at TCU today. Baylor Men's Tennis hosting the Big Six Invitational today through Monday at the Herd Tennis Center. And Baylor Football, number 14 in the nation, number 12 in the CFP rankings, headed to Fort Worth to play TCU tomorrow afternoon. On the Baylor Coaches Show Wednesday, head coach Dave Aranda asked, does he fully grasp the rivalry with TCU? Really early on, let me say, so just on, you know, on Sunday, and we're putting, um, you know, Saturday's game to kind of the rest and um, players coming by and, you know, individual players saying that, you know, TCU is our biggest rival. And I think about four guys came up and said that. Mm-hmm. And then doing the the math, when you look at the last 13 years, our record is not what you'd like it to be versus TCU, and you look at our the wins, the margin of our when we do when we have one, is three points, a couple times, six points. There's a, a big overtime game, obviously is one of them. And then you look at their when they when TCU wins versus Baylor, their margin of victory is like twenty points, thirty points. You know, we showed that to the team. We had a study on that, and said that um, you know TCU brings their A game whenever they play Baylor and, and we owe them ours. And so I think, you know, um, that was early on in the week. And since then, there's been great practices and great preparation. And so you feel good about where it's going. Dave Aranda and the Bears in Fort Worth to play TCU tomorrow. Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. with Game Day Live, live from Fort Worth. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then a 2.30 kickoff for the Bears and the Frogs here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on Fox. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Fort Worth and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. 
When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Bebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Bebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Tepper's Texas Football Magazine. All right, just after 8 o'clock. If you're at 8 o'clock or you're late, sorry. Our 8 o'clock hour. As always, brought to you by Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, uh, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. All right, uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine joins us, the uh, managing editor. First of all, Greg, thanks so much for being with us. And uh, believe it or not, here we go, week 11. It's, it's uncanny how this season has just zipped right on by. Yeah, I think part of it is because it was a relatively normal season, right? And we, we haven't been used to that lately because last year obviously was not normal. But, yeah, we've zipped by, and now we're here into week 11, which is the most consequential week of the Texas high school football season so far. I mean, you've got playoff spots on the line. You've got playoff seating on the line. You've got district championships on the line. And make no mistake, there are a lot of people, a lot of teams across the state that are facing a situation where they need to win tonight or they're blowing up basketballs on Monday. And that is a that is a tough place to be. But uh, for a lot of these teams, the playoff starts a week early, uh, and it starts tonight, uh, maybe around 6 or 7 o'clock. And there's a lot of those uh, around the state of Texas. Have, is this a little bit more than we've seen in the past of win you're in and, and lose you, you go play basketball? Yeah, it's, it, there's a fair amount. By my count, uh, and this is not uh, uh, official official, but I count uh, approximately 27 games wow. in the UIL ranks that are straight up, no tiebreaker, no frills. If you win, you're in. If you lose, you're out. Uh, and they kind of span the state. We've got some in the DFW Metroplex, like Coppell and Flower Mound. We've got games in Houston, like Klein and Tomball games in San Antonio, like Marion and San Antonio Cole, games in El Paso, like El Paso Americas and El Paso Eastwood, a bunch of games in the, in the, in the, or in the six-man ranks that are like that. It is a huge week uh, as far as uh, teams determining their fate and whether or not they get to play next week. A, a lot of games actually played last night, particularly the Metroplex. I, in fact, I did one last night up there. Uh, is that because getting facilities next week – it's so difficult that you may end up playing on a Thursday night? So it's twofold. Uh, there's a couple of things. One is you're right. There are teams that want to make sure that, that are saying, you know, we, we, with next week we want to think a little bit ahead. Uh, and plain and simple, the other part of it is, look, for a lot of these teams, they are looking at this. They've locked up everything that they need. The game is, is largely inconsequential. Obviously, you want to go out there and win a ball game. But as far as playoff positioning is concerned, that doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, and they're like, why don't we just get an extra day of prep? Why don't we just start our, our game day prep? Even if we are playing next Friday, we can start it a week early. I think a perfect example last night was uh, Denton Braswell played Allen, and that game was at Allen. Now, you guys may not know this, but Allen is a one-school town 
Uh, and uh, you may not know this, but they have their own stadium. Uh, there's no reason for them to play on a Thursday. None. Except for if they want to get an extra day of prep. And so that's one thing that, uh, you know, there's that little bit of gamesmanship going on because you also have the reverse. There's one game down in kind of the greater Laredo area where one coach was a little bit upset that a team scheduled that a team scheduled their game on a Thursday the year before. So he said, you know what, we want to wait an extra day. We're going to wait, make you wait till Saturday night to play. Uh, uh, giving them a little bit of receipt for a little bit of scheduling shenanigans. So it does kind of go both ways, but most of those teams that were playing last night just want to get an extra jump on their week. If Greg Tepper was looking for a game to be at tonight, that's the game of the week for him in playoffs, where is Greg Tepper going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because it's a really nice week. And, and ultimately what I look for is because you, got, you kind of got taken in two different, two different buckets. You've got the consequential games and you've got the really good games. Because, for example, as, as I mentioned, you know, a, a game tonight or a game this week that is straight up for a playoff spot is a, is a game like Victoria East and Corpus Christi Moody, right? As far as stakes are concerned, it doesn't get any higher than that. You win and you're in, you lose and you're out. But that's also not two teams that figure to contend for state championships. You know, the team, that, the one game that I, and, and that kind of goes the same way for a team on the reverse, like Lake Travis and Austin Westlake, which of course is a game we've been very excited about two teams that are state ranked, two teams that have an opportunity to make a deep run, but there's nothing on the line. They're going different brackets and, and, and the winner gets a gold ball and that's it. You know, that's, that's the only thing. And so for my, uh, for my money, if you're looking for something that has a little bit of everything, it's in five, a division one, it's at the star tonight in Frisco, it's Frisco Lone Star, number five in five, a division one, taking on the number one ranked and defending state champs Denton Ryan. And, and this is a game where, the winner is the number one seed in that, and the loser is the number two seed. And when you're talking about Region 2 of 5A Division 1, that certainly matters. You want to finish as high as possible. And, and these are two teams that know each other pretty darn well. You know, uh, uh, Frisco Lone Star's got a kid named Austin, Ashton Genty. Uh, this is a guy who has 39 total touchdowns on the year, 29 rushing touchdowns and 10 receiving touchdowns. That is the most in the nation. He has been unbelievable. Uh, Garrett Rangel, the Oklahoma State candidate at the quarterback spot, going up against this Denton Ryan defense led by Anthony Hill Jr. That has been so impressive. Uh, also, you know, they, they can do a little bit of something offensively as well. Uh, they've got an outstanding running back, a quarterback in Kalen Jones that I think is really growing into the role. I think as far as that perfect mix of – legit state championship contenders and something on the line that's probably the best place to go how good boy, this is i know this sounds silly but how how i really how good is duncanville yeah it's a weird question um i i made the comment a couple weeks ago that i think duncanville somehow amazingly may actually be underrated this year and and here's what i mean the last time, I think a lot of people qu kind of quit paying attention to Duncanville uh, a, a while ago. And the reason behind that is pretty simple. Um, they, they took that week one loss to uh, modern day, that kind of super team out of California. And remember, they got, they got destroyed. I mean, they got, they got pummeled uh, in that game. Uh, I believe it was 50, 45 to three. Uh, and since then, though, they've very quietly rang off uh, nine straight wins. They're undefeated. They they win uh, district. Uh, they win district eleven six a. And they're doing it in kind of vintage Duncanville fashion. That defense is what we thought they would be. Uh, it has been absolutely fantastic. The other thing 
And I think that, A, they had that loss at the beginning. And the other part of it is, you know, let's be honest, District 11-6A is down this year, at least relative, relative to its normal lofty standards. You know, Cedar Hill is a team that's struggling a little bit, right? Uh, it's a team that, that's trying, that, that, that does end up making the playoffs, but, you know, not necessarily in the dominant way that they were hoping for. DeSoto, I think, you know, a little bit of shine has been taking off of them specifically because uh, of that, that what a loss to, to Converse Judson, which has really aged poorly, um, you know, and they had to struggle to get past Waxahachie last, uh, last night. Um, I would say that Duncanville is, is a top five team in 6A that I think people have kind of forgotten about, maybe because they don't have necessarily that star power at the skill position spots, but they're really good. And they are going to be, I think they're the favorite in region two and six, eight division one. And I think that they're going to be a problem for everybody that they face. Is there still a dark horse out there that's gotten really hot toward the last half of the season that folks may be watching out for now? Yeah. You know, there's a handful of teams that I think are, you know, you use the phrase peaking at the right time. I think that that's, that's a really good phrase to, to use this time of year. And one of them is a team that folks may have seen at AT&T Stadium last year, and that's Lindale. Lindale in the 4A Division One ranks, they had a absolutely miserable start to the year. I mean, I believe they started 1-3 or something like that. I mean, it was it was bad, bad, bad for Chris Cochran's squad. And here they were coming off of a, a, a their first run to a state championship game, and you're thinking, oh, well, okay, I guess this just isn't the year. Uh, they start off 1-3. And then all they do is they rattled off their last five in the tough district. They've beaten state ranked Tyler Chapel Hill. They've beaten Henderson. They really pummeled Palestine last week. They get a big game tonight against Kilgore. And that is a game that will really serve as a litmus test uh, as to how, how good this Eagles team is. Because if you remember, this was Lindale entered the, uh, entered the, the state championship game last year with three losses. So in many respects, they, they were – this is exactly where they sat last year when they started making that run. Now, of course, they don't have Jordan Jenkins. Uh, Baylor fans may know exactly where he is. But th- they are still pretty darn good. And a team that I think is peaking at the right time, that's a team I'm certainly interested in. That I think got off to that slow start and people maybe kind of threw dirt on. And I think you maybe need to reconsider. Talking with Greg Tepper, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Greg, how do you see the Bosqueville Hamilton game going? This is a uh, Clint Zander team that's coming off losses to to Crawford and Toler, uh, respectively, back to back, and and now they've got a, a a very solid Hamilton football team to play. Yeah, and and obviously, look, there's there's something on the line here. Now, both of these teams, you know, you know the winner of this game uh, is in uh, you know Valley Mills. Figures uh, the figures that Valley Mills is probably not going to be Crawford would be my guess right now. And so I would bet that both these teams are in the playoffs. But you know, you're talking about playoff seeding and playoff seeding. You know, I'll say it over and over and over. You know, these things matter. Uh, it matters how high uh, that you finish. You know, the issue for Bosqueville over the past couple of weeks has been you know. A, they played two really good teams in Crawford and Toller, but B, that <clears throat> that sturdy defense has just kind of collapsed under its own weight, and that's problematic. Yes, of course, the offense it didn't do good, but at that same time, these are two really good defenses. My concern is much more on the defensive side. They've got to figure something out against a Hamilton team that – now, look, I, I think as, 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 as you talk about flying under people's radar, I think they've flown under people's radar. They are not necessarily uh, the, the big, most high-flying team out there, but, they, but Casey Jones' squad plays really good defense, uh, and this is going to be a really interesting challenge. As far as the stakes are concerned, you know, the, the loser of this game is, is going to be in fourth place, and that means you're playing 
you're probably playing Italy in the first round of the playoffs. You know, you're playing a district champion uh, in the first round of the playoffs. That's not where you want to live, right? Now, that's not to say that playing Marlin in the first round is any sort of cakewalk or any sort of walk in the park. But at the same time, you want to set yourself up for success. So a lot on the line tonight for Bosqueville and Hamilton. Even though they may not be playing for a district championship, they're certainly still playing to set themselves up for success. After beating Grandview last night, West in some pretty good uh, situation right now, is is this Trojan team set up for a magical run? I think they might be. Um, I think what they did last week against uh, against uh, Grandview was extremely impressive. I mean, that is we, – we just simply don't see that, that type of gritty defensive effort against a high-flying Grandview attack the way that we saw last week from David Woodard's bunch. I mean, that was awfully impressive. One of the wins of the year. And, you know, I, I mentioned this on, on, uh, on Valley Sports Southwest. I'm not, I'm not, a, a, I'm not a dyed-in-the-wool West historian, but I would say that that's got to be among the biggest wins in program history. I mean, it was a huge win to go on the road and get that win. You know, they got to take care of business tonight against Maypearl. Maypearl is a team that, you know, would love – uh, to, to ruin ruin a, a perfect run uh, like this. They should win that game. I, I think that they are, they're probably going to be the favorite in that one. And by the way, look, you know, you start looking, you know, this is the time the brackets are going to come out on TexasFootball.com late Saturday night or early Sunday morning. we got to wait for the, all the games to finish. But if you're talking about a team that looks like they could make that kind of run, uh, why not, Wes? You know, they've certainly set themselves up for success. Um, and, and uh, you know, they, they may get a team like Fairfield in the first round. The biggest question is going to be, can they navigate through an extremely difficult region, too? They may see a team like Tatum in the second round. They could see a team like Malakoff, another team that I think is way better than their record indicates, should see them in, in the third round. So it's, tough, it's a tough road to hoe, but it was always going to be a tough road to hoe. They have certainly set themselves up for the best possible situation. And if that defense continues to play like that, then that's going to travel every single week, and they're going to be a contender. One of the uh, one of the games. I don't think it's officially a win and you're in a type scenario, but it's pretty darn close. I mean, I think uh, you'd have to get some mathematicians to figure it all out, mm-hmm. and that's the Riso Buffalo game. And and I think truly, it really is basically a win and you're in type football game. Yeah, you're 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 pretty close to spot on. There there's some shenanigans there with uh, with uh, as far as tiebreakers are concerned. You know, I believe that the Florence and Rogers game, if it goes one particular way, could get a little bit wild. You know, uh, Chilton and Lexington could could get a little bit wonky in that one. But I think that both. You know, let's put it this way: uh, the 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 message that Tyler Crow uh, at Riesel. Uh, you know, and that Buffalo coaching staff led by Evan Stone are saying is, guys, we control our own destiny. We go out there and win. We feel really good about making the playoffs. You know, the, the question in this one, I think, is going to be exactly which Buffalo defense shows up. This is a Buffalo defense that's giving up 44 points a game. I mean, you just can't do that. And now, now that's that's a little bit artificially inflated because uh, they gave up, you know, 77 to Franklin, and, and that'll happen, right? They gave up 59 to Crockett, 62 to Rogers, right? But they have been prone to giving up the big play early and often, and they're going to need to shore that up against a regional team that, that's not necessarily super explosive but has a couple of playmakers that can challenge you. Uh, I think this is a regional team – that uh, I, I think is, is a little bit better than their four and four record may indicate that I would, you know, if you were to ask me on the blind test, I would say that they're probably about a five and three team. Uh, but I like what they bring to the table, especially in the running game that, you know, they're a team that they can grind it out a little bit on the ground. Uh, I think that this senior uh, Kate Amber is, is, is a playmaker. 
I like Riesel in this game, uh, specifically because I think I trust their defense a little bit more. And as you get later in the season, that's usually going to be my tiebreaker in a close game. All right, I, I, just as, as we kind of put the finishing touches on this one, mm-hmm. just just a uh, just an opinion, just an observation from you. What do you think of four teams in the playoffs? Are you are are you a proponent of of the four team playoff system? Uh, yes, I, I, I am. I have of the bold opinion that more football is better than less football. <laughs> and um, and this gives you more football. Right. I think it also gives you an opportunity to play. The, uh, here's what I here's what I ultimately want from Texas high school football. I want teams to be able to play meaningful games late in the season. I want it to be a little bit chilly outside and them facing an important game. And if you if you dial it back to two teams in the playoffs, then what you're doing is you're taking away a lot of those games that we're talking about tonight, that we wouldn't be paying any attention to Cop Hell and Flower Mount. We wouldn't be paying any attention you know, to Riesel and Buffalo. Those games would be functionally meaningless. And so, uh, to me, this now expands that so that you give teams an opportunity to play for something meaningful here in, in, in November. Um, that, may, that matters, even if these teams look. Look, you take Riesel and Buffalo, for example. Uh, this is a meaningful game. Are they going to win a state championship? No. I, right now, I would not project either of those teams to win a state championship. But these guys are going to get that opportunity to go out there and play in a high-pressure, high-stakes, high, you know, uh, you know, low-margin-for-error situation and play a meaningful game. And that means something. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I think that the four teams in the playoffs are, uh, is a good thing. Um, I, I think reasonable people can disagree, uh, but those people who are just like, oh, it's watered down, there's too many teams in the playoffs, I, I, I will get off your lawn, sir. I promise. Just let me make my point, and then I'll leave. Greg, we appreciate it, as always. Uh, what's, uh, what's the good read on uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine right now? On your website. Yeah, you know, the biggest thing I can tell you is that at texasfootball.com slash playoffs, starting probably tonight or tomorrow morning, we're going to start having playoff pairings. We're going to have your brackets up. We're going to have everything that you need. We're going to be breaking down the brackets all next week. Um, it, it's the most wonderful time of the year because it's this big data dump and we get to kind of sort through it and we're going to be doing it all week on texasfootball.com. And I'm sure that uh, that'll be a lot of the conversation tonight on Bally's. It absolutely will. we got reporters all across the state as few of those big winning in games. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Greg, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a, uh, have a great football Friday, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Take care, boys. See you later. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. It's 19, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, Lord, we got to figure out a game. we got to find one game where we can throw him a curveball. Right, it's not going to happen. Folks, and here's the thing. And let me be really, really clear, because we, we jot down some notes. We don't share our notes with Greg. And then I didn't have in my notes until the very last probably 20 minutes ago the Riesel Buffalo game. I wasn't going to, we were, we, but I, you know what? Slid it right in and he's talking about players. He's talking about coaches. It's amazing the information that he has and, 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 and brings at his fingertips and brings to the table. I mean, it is, uh, Man, uh, you talking about the right guy for that gig. It's impressive. It is incredibly impressive. All right, uh, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. But we're, we're going to find a, a game. I don't know. No, we'll, you're not. You, you don't think maybe we could slide, like, maybe on the border? Uh, no? I, I No. <laughs> if you do, I'll buy you a chicken fry. 
Oh, we're going to Jake and Dorothy's, aren't we? All right, uh, 20 after 8 o'clock. Let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're serving Central Texas, or they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Stop and think about that for just a minute. Here's a business that's opened the doors in 1943. And four generations later, they are still going strong. And you're saying, well, how in the world can they do that? Well, it's simple. It's service. It's all about the service. Uh, the Embrys, four generations, and now it's Braden's turn to to take the helm and and run with it. But uh, man, they they're gonna they're gonna do this thing, and they're gonna be, and they're gonna build this thing one customer at a time. And their objective is to make sure that when a customer leaves, the customer leaves satisfied with their experience. And that's uh, that's what they do there. Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. Uh, hey, look, they've got metal buildings. They've got uh, metal roofing. They've got hay and equipment barns. They've got uh, carport covers. They've got garage covers. They've got angle iron. <gasps> they've got uh, American-made grade 60 rebar. They've got it all. They've got it all. The, the, they're simply your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, they're not, but they really are. If you want to check them out at pioneerboys.com. But they are open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5 and a half a day on Saturday until noon. So check them out. They've got a location in Bryan and also uh, right here in Waco. And that's at uh, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. After missing last week's game with a calf injury, Dak is back. You'll hear from the Cowboy quarterback about playing Sunday against the Broncos after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys have won six in a row, and Sunday they're hosting a Broncos team with a 4-4 four and four record, but the Bronco defense is stingy, allowing just 17 points per game. But the Cowboys have Dak Prescott back in the lineup after he missed last week's game with a calf injury. Dak says he can't let those types of physical setbacks affect his mindset when he's on the field. I do play this game without thinking about anything other than whatever it takes. So, I mean, first play yesterday, I get ready to scramble and take take about five or six steps and throw on the run. And I thought about it, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that on my first rep. But I, that was easy for me to just say, okay, well, that's why I didn't play last week is because I don't think about that, and I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to think about whatever it takes to, to win the game. So, yeah, just moving forward from it now. Sunday's kickoff is noon central. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny and warmer today with highs topping out at 64 degrees. Looking good for high school football. It's going to be a cool night, so definitely take a jacket and a blanket. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 50s. Overnight, we drop to 39. And mostly sunny on Saturday, a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Baylor Bear football on ESPN Central Texas. This Saturday, the Bears travel to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frogs, and we'll be there with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Our coverage of Baylor football begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with a look at the game, scores, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday morning at 10.30 for Game Day Live as the Bears take on the TCU Horn Frogs. Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Texas. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772 5240 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. 
828 right here on ESPN Central Texas. As we wrap up our football weekend on Sunday, it'll be the Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. 11 a.m. for the uh, pregame, high noon for the kickoff. And as uh, as we broke the, the story this morning, Dak Prescott will play on Sunday. Breaking news from ESPN Central Texas, right, Ward? I mean, nobody breaks the Cowboy news like we do here at ESPN Central Texas. That's right. We are the official newsbreakers. Yes. <laughs> here's here's Dak talking about the game. O2. When the decision was made, yeah, I mean, I thought about the, the risk of obviously going out there and hurting it again, and that, that gave me, as I said, that sense of perspective to, to hold back and to know that I do play this game without thinking about anything other than whatever it takes. So, I mean, first play yesterday, I, I get ready to scramble and take take about five or six steps and throw on the run, and I thought about it, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that on my first rep, but I, that was easy for me to just say, okay, well, that's why I didn't play last week is because I don't think about that, and I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to think about whatever it takes to, to win the game. So, um, yeah, just moving forward from it now. Sounds like uh, that sounds like he's a full go, right? I mean, it's uh, he went through practice hard yesterday, so it sounds like everything's is good to go. Yeah, it, I, and look, I I think if you you could have used that audio last week for Dak too. That's Absolutely. just the way he approaches it. And, and I think if if it was hey, win and in your end type of a scenario, I think he would have played last week. Uh, I, I, the more you hear about mm-hmm. the thought process and what they uh, what they how they went about their business last week. Uh, in deciding whether or not uh, Dak was going to play or not play, yeah, I, well, I, I think, think he could have. Right, just like I said before the game, I think it was a situation where if, if there's any question that he's not ready to go, why not just concede this game, put Cooper Rush out there, and you know let him play, see what happens, and then get him to where – you can make a run at this thing because the last thing you want to do is prolong that injury, especially that type of injury where it lingers on him and and makes things difficult moving forward. Now, did not expect Cooper Rush to somehow find a win for the Cowboys, uh, and I'm not sure that the Cowboys thought that either, to be real honest with you. Probably not. But Mike McCarthy certainly made it sound like that this is we, – we knew this guy could do this, and that's yeah. why we made that decision. Okay, whatever. <laughs> You're not buying. No. <sighs> no. End result was, was very much a positive, but... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that was a bonus. Turned out You good. just found the golden Easter egg. So, Cowboys of the Broncos, 11 a.m. tomorrow. And you know the other thing about that is, and I know that it's just one, but when you stop and think about it, this thing, the National Football League is no longer a sprint. This thing is a marathon. Well, I yeah. mean, well, when we were kids, they were playing 12 games a year. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, it's 14, and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then 16, and now we're at 17. Ridiculous. And, and at some point, there's not going to be a preseason game, and they're all going to count, and you're going to be at 20 games a year. You write it down. It, it's <laughs> Just watch those collective bargaining agreements. Silly, and it's too long. Well, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on that point. But oh, I know I I'm know. also the dude that <laughs> Greg Tepper was talking about. I, I'm not a I'm not a proponent of four teams in the playoffs. I am. Uh, I'm a, I'm 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 all about rewarding excellence, and I'm about rewarding championships. And you know, I I, I did like it when they went to two, quite frankly, because I do think that you know there are some leagues, some districts across the state where you've got. 
a couple of teams that can make really, really deep runs. And, and look. You just from, played in one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, places three and four out of that district. I'm not going to say that they're not going to be able to win a bi-district championship because I think they they absolutely possibly can. And they could probably go maybe three rounds in the playoffs if things line up right for them. And there's, there's a handful of districts out there. Now, look, there's going to be some teams out there that are way outmatched. But I still like the fact that they get an opportunity to get on the field and play it out and make a lifetime memory for a lot of those kids. I, you know, I, I think it's a good thing. Now, I, I was like you for a long time. I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. And look, still seeing the 0-10 team in there, it, it, it tarnishes it a little bit for me. But those are few and far between, way few and far between. So I think it's, it's a good thing for those kiddos. See, for me, the, the quality of that third and fourth place team Yes, in the district that I just participated in, eleven six A, third place, fourth place, I wouldn't want to play them. No, and there's some to, there's some in San Antonio that yeah. are like that. There's some in Houston that are like that. I there's get just it. there's just some districts that are like that. For the most part, you're dead on, but there's still there's still some that can make a magical run. But I, I, again, I know the realistic thing of it is most of them aren't, but it's still it's still like Greg said, it it makes things interesting toward the end of the year. I mean, there's a lot of districts that you'd go into. If you're only taking two out of the district, you just look at it and go, oh, this district's over about four or five games in. We're done. I get it. I get it. Uh, But, you know, the one thing I I don't want to do, one thing that athletics teaches is it teaches excellence. And sometimes I think that we're saying, hey, you know what? It's okay to be average when we take an average finish an average team and, and place them into postseason, give them the exact award, the exact same reward as the first place team. The team that did all the work to be the champion gets the exact same thing as a team that went three and seven. Exact. You, you didn't give them a home game. You didn't give them, you didn't give them anything. They got the exact same thing as a three and seven football team. Yeah. And, and so you're saying your championship doesn't mean as much as it, it means the exact same thing as as a three and seven team that went three and two in district. So and that's get a just better what, matchup. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but, you get a better opportunity because you matched up and you did the things you could to to get that fourth place team. So, but besides that gold ball, what is it? I mean, that's it. I mean, here get a chance to win another one. Yeah. Well. How about a home game? How about something that distinguishes I, I, look, the I, champion? I'm all for it. I, I think that at all levels, if you win a district championship, you should be playing at home the next week across the board. Doesn't matter. That that Four I, goes to one, period. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that's the exact way to do it and and, and it, make it on every level. I, I don't buy it that it only should be in 6A. I, I think you're, you, you've got something there, sir, that you need to go and – and make happen. Just go down to Austin and, and get that done. I'm, I'm going to go visit with Mr. Broad up to, to, uh, here in about 15. No, I'm, <laughs> 835, we're running late. we got Kyle Hillman's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. And to have an opportunity to do something that uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Baylor men's basketball all season long 
here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The football season came to an end last night for the Midway Panthers and Waco Lions. Midway fought to the better end before losing to Lakeridge 63 56. Waco High, meanwhile, succumbed to National Power Duncanville 76 to nothing. Playoff spots on the line in high school football tonight. Riesel and Buffalo battle for the last spot in District 13-3A Division 2, and Bosqueville and Hamilton will decide seeding in District 7-2A Division 1. Seven-time All-Star Buster Posey has announced his retirement from baseball. He spent all 12 seasons of his career with the San Francisco Giants. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Phoenix 123-111. Tonight, the Spurs are in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty nine. Welcome back into the program, and welcome back into the Alan Samuel Studios. Our studios presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Let's talk a little Cowboys. Let's continue that Cowboy conversation. We welcome in Kyle Yeomans to the program. Kyle, good morning. How are you, my friend? Good morning to both of you guys in Central Texas, and of course, I love that intro. Where did you find the the retro Cowboys intro like that one? Oh, I I have it on CD. No, I just I just looked it up, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fair. 
Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to do it. That's the modern answer to yeah, that Yeah, that's question. the modern but answer. I, I love that. There yeah. you go. It's actually a forty-five that we found and dusted <laughs> off the uh, – no, just kidding. Uh, Kyle, could, could, um, could Dak have played last week? It, 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 well, listening to some of the Dak interviews this week, it, it sounds like if that would have been a, a win and you're in, losing your out type scenario that he could have played last week. I think to that extent, yes, he could have played. But with the scenario they were put at hand and with the – the injury and the the risk of maybe re-injuring it, rushing him back so quickly, I think the safe play and the safe answer would have been no. He could not have played. And they did push his rehab all the way up until game time before the decision was made. Now, there were reports that on Saturday the coaching staff had told the players, and I still don't know if there's any validity to that because Mike McCarthy has not said that that is true. Uh, So as far as we know, they did not know Dak Prescott was going to be unavailable until he went through his vigorous rehab prior to the game, until Cooper Rush uh, had the opportunity to, uh, uh, to to really hear from the coaching staff and say he was the man. But at least right now, everything's looking positive heading into week nine because at the moment, uh, that's a huge question mark for Cowboys fans. But hey, I heard that once I hung up the phone last week that you guys were questioning my confidence in Cooper Rush. Is that true? Yes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I was questioning my own confidence in Cooper Rush <laughs> a little bit. But, hey, how about the performance from him? Yeah, I was shocked. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I I went into that game, and even after listening to you last week, I still said, I'm, I'm not a buyer. I, I don't think yeah. Cooper Rush can go out and win you a football game. I you know I'll eat crow on that one. I, I was wrong. He he won he won you a football game. At least I mean he didn't run it up on the curb and do some things that a lot of people thought he would do. But he was able to do it. Now the big question is, Kyle, can he do that over a extended period of time? Yeah. See, and that's a question that I I think I agree with you on. I, I still think that last week was a it was a great performance. He was able to, to really find some footing because in that first half, he was very shaky. You mm-hmm. could see the inexperience. You could see it with with every snap. If he was pressured, he was going to find uh, or, or have an incomplete pass. He was going to stall out a drive. It just wasn't working. Minnesota backed off defensively. They, they didn't bring as much pressure. They really backed off into a zone coverage that allowed the receivers, Amari Cooper and T.D. Lamb, to get underneath. And because of that, Cooper Rush was able to build his confidence by completing short passes, short, efficient looks all the way through that third quarter and into the second half. And sure, he did make some fantastic throws. The throw to Cedric Wilson over the middle for the 73-yard touchdown uh, was a, an absolute dime. Then you, you look at some of the other passes that he made to like Amari Cooper in the end zone. That was a fantastic throw. But really outside of that, the majority of his throws were high-efficiency throws. I don't know if you see that against Denver. Denver's the number two scoring defense in the NFL for a reason, and their secondary is one of the most vaulted NFL secondaries despite really a lack of team success. Their secondary has some guys back there, including a guy you wanted to draft with the number 10 overall pick in Patrick Sertan, who was taken at number nine. So with that being said, I don't know if now the film's out there now there's an opportunity for teams to really adjust. I don't know if teams back off of the pressure. 
I think they would come at Cooper Rush. I think they would man up on those wide receivers, and they would they would jam them at the line of scrimmage. There'd be no free release, and because of that, no efficient throws for Cooper Rush, and I think things would get really tough for this Cowboys offense if they're not careful. One of the other things, though, about the Cooper Rush performance, as we all know, he had very few game snaps. I mean, he's had some preseason game snaps, but the tempo, the pace, the intensity of a regular season NFL football game, particularly on a Sunday night, is far different than a preseason. He had to adjust to that, and I thought he did as the game went along. He kind of figured out the pace and the tempo of the football game. Yeah, I think it took until that third quarter. I think once he completed that pass, that was circled as the turning moment, the the 73-yarder. Once he completed that pass and it went for a touchdown and he was able to throw Cedric Wilson open and then Cedric Wilson did the rest, I think at that moment you saw it click for Cooper Rush. Because even prior to that play, he overthrew Dalton Schultz on an out route. He was kind of inefficient in the first two snaps of the drive. They worked their way down the field, had that one first down, and then Cedric Wilson broke it open. But I think that was the moment for him where he said, you know what, I can do this. I've got this in the bag. I just got to rely on my weapons outside. I got to rely on my, my offensive line to give me time. And then if that's the case, I just need to put the ball on the money because that's it. You got to get that timing down. You got to know the pace of the football game. And at least through the first two quarters, I don't know if he did. I don't know if he had that pace down, but he figured it out in the third quarter and it led them to a touchdown on their opening drive of the third and a touchdown in the game winning drive in the fourth. And that's all that really mattered. It just seemed like the game finally slowed down for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No doubt. And, And like you said, with three career pass attempts in the regular season heading into that matchup, you're going to have a learning curve. And and we'll see what he would look like if Dak Prescott's not available this week. I still think that Dak would be back behind center. Uh, if you had to ask me right this second, I think it will be Dak playing this week. But for Cooper Rush, if he is back out there, I'm interested to see if it is if it's the third quarter, fourth quarter Cooper Rush rather than the first or second quarter Cooper Rush. How's this offensive line coming together for this week? Well, I, I, it's tough because with Lyle Collins coming back last week, you anticipated him at least earlier in the season to just come back and take his right tackle spot. Well, that's not the case. Terrence Steele took over that right tackle spot, won that job efficiently, and then uh, it would be Lyle Collins that was the backup because, of course, Tyron Smith's off to the left side. But now it's looking like Tyron Smith with an ankle injury will miss this week. At least that's the the early thought process. He's doubtful for this game uh, coming up on Sunday. So what do you do now? Because you didn't put Lyle Collins back in the game. Terrence Steele, a second-year man out of Texas Tech, has been playing really well at the right tackle spot. Do you disrupt his momentum and move him to left tackle and allow Lyle Collins to go to right tackle, or do you allow Lyle Collins to go to left tackle? I think it's really going to be the first one. I think they're going to move Terrence Steele to the left tackle spot. I think it would be Lyle Collins returning to his his at least useful position at right tackle, and that's how that offensive line is going to look going into Sunday. Now, I don't know that for sure. I haven't seen that in practices yet, but it just with the way that Mike McCarthy has been talking about it and the way that this coaching staff has kind of alluded to it, the coordinators spoke on Monday – I think that's a high possibility. I think it'll be Terrence Steele on the left side and Lyle Collins on the right. And that will be an interesting watch early in the football game. Yeah, it will, because especially against a Denver defense that got rid of 
Von Miller, they don't have a ton of front seven. Uh, they don't have a guy up there. Bradley Chubb is on IR. They don't have that pass rush. They don't have that 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 push that you would anticipate from a top two scoring defense in the NFL. They really rely on the back end of their secondary. So what are you going to have to do, especially if if uh, Dak Prescott's unable to go? You're going to have to run the football. And so Terrence Steele protecting that left side, even if Dak Prescott is there, is extremely, extremely pivotal because you want to protect the blind side of Prescott, who, of course, if he is returning, would still probably be nursing a bit of that calf injury. So it is a crucial lineup, and it is a crucial decision being made there because Lyle Collins, at least being a Pro Bowl caliber tackle, would think to fit in there at left tackle, but you also don't want to disrupt what he has done mechanically throughout his career so well. And Terrence Steele has had snaps in training camp. That was the quote that really I thought gave, gave it away for Mike McCarthy. He said, we're going to go all the way back to training camp and the snaps that we have charted for these guys. And Lyle Collins had zero snaps at left tackle. Terrence Steele had close to 100. So that's exactly what I think this coaching staff is looking like and what they're going to decide on moving forward. Kyle, I know he's been able to handle it, but do you think that the Cowboys are asking Micah Parsons to do too much on the defensive side of the thing and flirting with just getting him overloaded? You know, I thought that might have been the case early on, but not as much anymore. I think going into the bye week, uh, the the coaching staff really sat down with Micah Parsons and, and really asked him what what could they do better to put him in the best position to, to be successful. And, of course, we've seen him at the edge rusher spot. We've seen him at the linebacker spot. We've seen him with the green dot on his helmet calling the plays for the defense and really in charge of that responsibility to set up the defense. Well, guess what? The green dot switched. They, they moved it to Jaron Curse for this last game. They kept Micah Parsons at the second level at the linebacker spot, and then he goes out and wins NFC Defensive Player of the Week. So – I don't believe, at least at this very moment, that they're overloading Micah Parsons because early on I think they might have just based off of the fact that he is so versatile. They wanted to see what he could do. I mean, whenever you get a new toy, you get a new, uh, you get a new piece of technology in your everyday life, what do you want to do first? You want to see everything it can do. You want to find out if Siri works. You want to find out if this new computer can search faster than your old one. You want to do all these different things. Well, Micah Parsons was that new toy for this defense. They wanted to see exactly what he could do, and now they know. So now they have an opportunity to put him in the right position to make plays, and they did that last week. Is there any buzz around Cowboys camp with the situation uh, that the Green Bay Packers are going through with Aaron Rodgers? Not a ton of buzz, as much as you would think. I think the Cowboys, uh, at least from a vaccination standpoint, are 100% vaccinated. Uh, and if it's not 100%, it's one or two guys below that. I mean, it is a massive uh, amount of people who have been vaccinated in this in the star, and I don't think there's a ton of buzz around it. The, the biggest buzz, I think, is really in terms of football, is the fact that, hey, if Green Bay goes out and can't win this game with Jordan Love behind center, that's a huge win for the Cowboys because Tampa Bay lost last week to the Saints. The Saints already have two losses it would be two losses for green bay who handed arizona their top loss or their only loss of the season so that would put the cowboys if they were able to take care of business against the broncos at seven and one and most likely in a tie 
four or at least a, a tie or a half game back of the number one seed in the NFC. So anytime those teams that are really up at the top of the conference are losing games, it's going to work out well for the Cowboys. And I think that's probably the only reason the buzz is even there. Hey, Kyle, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Uh, as always, great stuff. And uh, we appreciate your time today. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Y'all have fun. We'll talk to you soon. That is uh, Kyle Yeomans with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, 852, it's 8 in front of 9 o'clock. Hey, if you got back pain or maybe uh, hip pain or maybe you got a little uh, – you're, you're uncomfortable with your knees, whatever the case may be, it may not be your your knees or your hip or your back. It may be your arch support system. And why not get it checked out today at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace? They've got a three-step arch support system, which – Truly is a total body wellness program, and and uh, and you can you can check it out today. They, I mean, they've got a strengthener, they've got a um, a maintainer, and then they've got a relaxer when it comes to the art support system. Three hundred and fifty different sizes, twenty five different styles, patented to support all four arches, and a lifetime warranty on these products. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday, from ten until five, or ten until uh, six, rather, and then Sundays, noon until five. And again, if it, you're like, I'm not sure this is, all you got to do is go by there. Hey, just go by there. You don't have to have an appointment. Just go by there. The consultation and the fitting is absolutely free, and then they'll discuss where to go from there. And all of that is absolutely free. No charge to you if you just want to go check it out. So check it out today. It's uh, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. But this is a place where there's such a beautiful intersection of academics, athletics, character formation, and spiritual growth. And it's celebrated, and that's really, really cool to me. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking of replacing your home's HVAC system? Lockridge Priest is here for you. Take advantage of their free air purifier and duct cleaning with any complete HVAC residential system replacement. Also, ask about their manufacturer's rebate of up to $1,000. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit them online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po' boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the boom-boom shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evans. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
At Knife River, we take care of our people. Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. With a proven performance reputation spanning 85 years, Sturdy Steel operates with one sole purpose, producing the highest quality seating solutions with the best and most efficient process in the industry. With engineered and fabricated installed grandstands and bleachers all across North America, whether seating 50 to 50,000, the skill and versatility of our workmen are evident in the quality and precision work detail of every bleacher and grandstand project. Sturdy Steel, family owned and operated since 1934 at SturdySteel.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The football season came to an end last night for the Midway Panthers and Waco Lions. Midway fought to the better end before losing to Lake Ridge 63 56. Waco High, meanwhile, succumbed to National Power Duncanville 76 to nothing. Playoff spots on the line in high school football tonight. Riesel and Buffalo battle for the last spot in District 13-3A Division 2. And Bosqueville and Hamilton will decide seeding in District 7-2A Division 1. Seven-time All-Star Buster Posey has announced his retirement from baseball. He spent all 12 seasons of his career with the San Francisco Giants. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Phoenix 123-111. Tonight, the Spurs are in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight fifty-seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We've got uh, Greeny coming up at the top of the hour, and then at three o'clock this afternoon, John Morris. Four o'clock this afternoon, Matt Mosley. Don't forget tonight we'll have high school football across our family of radio stations, including Temple and Coppers Cove over on Fox Sports Central Texas scoreboard show here at ten o'clock tonight, and then we'll talk to you tomorrow at ten thirty from Fort Worth and Amon Carter Stadium. Have yourself a great day. For Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and good night. Here is the goal. Back with the bass. Pajamas live in effect, and I don't waste time. On the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump. And I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants. Take a chance. Come on and dance. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. You know. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows.
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.